what's up, y'all? My name's Cam. Hey, y'all. I'm Destiny. Hey, it's Jada. Hey, I'm Jay. And you're listening to Four Deep, a podcast with four Black women in their 20-somethings who aren't afraid to get deep with it. And don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at 4DPod, F-O-U-R-D-E-E-P-P-O-D. And if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and turn on those post notifications. And as always, we want to hear what y'all think about the episode, what our deep rating is. So make sure to let us know in our comments, our DMs. You can go to Spotify and participate in the poll. Um, but yeah, let us know some what you think our deep rating is. All right, y'all. So we're about to get into Rose Button Thorn. If this is your first time listening or watching us, Rose is something that was good that happened to us in the past week. A bud is something that we're excited for that's in the making. And a thorn is something that was kind of a little eh and a little, mm, you know, a little salt on our game for the last week. So who wants to go ahead and start this one off? I want to go last because I need to think. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you always go first, Cam. <laughs> Guys, you know, you would think that you know, and have this together. Right. Well, well, wait, where are you about to go, Desiree? No. Okay. I was going to say, while everybody's thinking, I did have something that I wanted to say because God was convicting me, y'all. And in episode three, um, I was kind of being a little fake in areas where I shouldn't have been. So I wanted to apologize to all of y'all and also the listeners because um, I was, I said that my thorn was that I wasn't able to get the Beyonce concert tickets. And honestly, I really did not care. And the reason why I say that is because when I first knew that I didn't, um, that I didn't sign up for the right thing, I heard God tell me like, it's okay, daughter, like I'm protecting you from going. And I was at peace with it. And then I, I feel like I said it was a thorn to kind of connect to the audience and like make them feel like my feels, you know, like I was trying to connect, but I wanted to apologize because that was not it. And God told me, no, you need to <laughs> correct that. And also just like knowing, you know, I just felt like ever since I got saved, he was really like talking to me about Beyonce and like giving me this word. And then I started hearing all this other stuff, like all these other videos about Beyonce. So if y'all going to her concerts, like just cover y'all. So with prayer, that's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to pray for y'all too. But I just had to get that out. So yeah, there we go. Thank you for your transparency. Right. Being real, letting that out, really going back and apologizing and, you know, really like, yeah, just getting that out there. That was, girl. And for staying authentic that was to 40. yourself. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was 4D. <laughs> right. We, we started <laughs> off right, y'all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Let me just go. Let's roll off the tongue. Um, Jay speaking for the listeners. Uh, my rose from this week would be... um. Getting featured on Kyler's podcast, that was really, really nice. Um, me and Jada were on there um, as like a comeback episode because we both had our own. And so that was really cool. And it was really just like, it was great vibes. Go listen. It's called Banquet Hall Pod for the listeners. So after you finish listening to this, you can go listen to that. <laughs> um, and also, okay, so, but something that I'm planting, I'm brewing, a lot of inventory has came in for the rebrand and also for um, an event that I'm providing 
goodie bags for via Black Beauty near you. Oh. So although it's kind of a thorn in my butt um, <laughs> that all of this stuff <laughs> is downstairs piling, um, it's it's a butt because I'm excited. Um, things are rolling. It It has been getting overwhelming at times, just there are so many hats and I was talking about this last night like a lot of times like, I be I be leaving my hats at home and I'll be forgetting one or I forget about one or you know and so um things have been getting overwhelming so um in addition to that I'm gonna start like although I have a to-do list I think I'm gonna start like actually attaching the things on my list to times in my day kind of like Jada like how you have your like schedule on the wall I think that would be helpful um so yeah and so I guess that kind of goes in like my butt and thorn because this pat these past few days have been like very very overwhelming and the weather was not helping because uh, it was very gloomy out here but the sun is out today uh it was gloomy earlier um but the sun is out right now so I'm happy about that spring is coming daylight savings is over hopefully permanently no more laws changing because I'm sorry but I <laughs> like the sun out I like to be outside and so yeah that's my rose button door <laughs> I guess I can go um I didn't even really think it out to be honest I'm gonna just you know whatever is out there wait Desiree before you go before you go, I know Jay, you said that you were doing the um that you wanted to do the times. Desiree and I got something for you in a little bit for that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for entrepreneurs and just busy people in general. Um okay. okay, so um, so from our rose, um I had a meeting um with um this lady her name is Elizabeth and she's more so like a mentor for women executives um she really gave me she actually hires project managers so like she had all the answers for me um and so basically she just gave me a lot of tips for she actually helped me with my resume so like I already was like good on that end but she was just helping with the cover letter um you know with creating like an elevator pitch so I was able to like practice that with her and she just gave me like a lot of tips for like interviews and things that they look for so that was definitely like a rose for me because I just I just feel like hella equipped like I feel like you know like I'm ready like she literally hires the people like she literally hires people just like me so she just had all the mm -hmm. answers for me and it went really well and it was just such good energy and um so I now have her as a mentor that I can you know reach out to for whatever things I need while I'm going through this job search um a bud would be um me and my friends plan a trip to Jamaica for May um oh yeah that sounds so fun bought that ticket um uh, so yeah, I'm like super excited about that. Never been out the country, so girl. So I guess my thorn would be this, uh, the passport situation. So I've never had a passport. I didn't have a passport. Um, I don't know. Maybe we wasn't. We honestly was just like like this just came out of nowhere. It was just like spring of the moment. Oh, let's buy these tickets. Wasn't even thinking about the passport. So the ticket is bought. The passport, we still got a little situation going on. So <laughs> I do have an appointment set, but I'm definitely going to have to pay like extra fees and all that stuff to have it expedited and get it earlier and sooner. So that's definitely a thorn for me because getting the passport, the whole process has just been 
stressful because everybody trying yeah. to get ready for the summer everybody's trying to get a passport so getting the appointments and stuff like that have been difficult um mm. but i'm power through hopefully it gets here on time well i'm gonna make sure it gets here on time i'm gonna pay whatever it I will but <laughs> yeah that was my rose but don't worry it reminds me of that that gif it's like diddy and that guy and it was like going back and forth between the two of them stand y'all know what i'm talking about <laughs> that's exactly what I, that's what came to mind right now i could go though like i thought of something um so let's see my rose is that i had a very nice spring break i'm back at school as of today um so i guess that's also my thorn yeah, I don't, I don't yeah want to go back that's to valid. <laughs> but um, I had a really, really good break. I got a lot of sleep and had a lot of fun and just got to like do nothing or like wake up and yeah. be like, hmm, what should I do today? Like it was very nice. Um, And then my bud. um, My bud, I can tell you all about a book that I'm reading right now. Uh, it's called Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. And I literally just started it, like maybe chapter one, chapter two, because I got a library card and there's a library around the corner for me, which I didn't know. Um, oh, that's perfect. So the book is about, um, it's like a black girl. She's, oh, I don't remember how old she is. I want to say she's like probably like 21, 22 in the book. And then she's like a nanny or like a babysitter for this like upper middle class, like white family um and the premise of the book is just based around like a situation that happens where she had the baby with her at a grocery store and the security thought that like she was stealing the baby and of course like the family was able to come in and like you know diffuse the situation and nothing ever happened but then it's like the rest of the book is talking about like the aftermath and like dealing with like privilege and things like that so I'm interested to see how it goes. I kind of didn't want to read it at first because it kind of felt like, you know, I like to read fiction because it's not like relevant to my life or like reality, yeah. kind of like an escape. And this is like, mm, don't really feel like it's going to be an escape, but I'm giving it a chance. So, yeah. Okay. I might want to read it. I know. Yeah, yeah let y'all know. Good. Gotta come back and do the review. Yes, definitely <laughs> will. All right, so let's see my bud. Oh, I got a couple of, no, 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 I'm sorry, Rose. Wait, I got a couple of them. Wait, wait, Cam, did you do your thorn? Yeah, my thorn was that I'm back at school. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so Rose, I signed a client, so. Yay. Okay. I know I was on here last time. I was on business to make money, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so I'm happy for that and shout out to her too because I know that that's like a huge step like that's just congratulations to you um so that's really fun and I need to really actually celebrate myself and not just let it go by um so I'm really trying to be intentional about that um another rose is that I met with my uh my advisor for my certification course for the event planning and on the same day, I was working a wedding, which was yesterday. 
and I was working with the event planner there. And this was the most involved I've ever been a part of like a wedding. And I was actually working like hands-on with the event planner and I didn't mind it because it's typically not my job, but I didn't mind it because that's what I'm trying to do. So I was really like in there. People thought I was with their team and she took pictures with me as if I was with their team and like everything. And so I shot my shot. And uh, I was talking to one of the ladies that's on her team. And she was like, yeah, girl, like you should definitely like reach out to her. Like she said, I'm shadowing right now. And she, you know, allowed me to come along. I said, really? I thought she was like a part of the team team. She was like, yeah, this is my first event. I was like, what? So I um, I emailed her today. I actually need to check my email to see if she replied. But I emailed her today about it. Um, and I sent her my resume. Shout out to Desiree because she helped me. And I definitely was like redoing my resume and took some of the tips that I learned in episode three. Shout out to, you know, to listen. Um, and so I really took some of those tips. I um, did it up and it looks really good. And I sent it off to her. So I'm excited to see what she says because I really want to be an intern for her. Um, so those are my buds. I know my roses. I keep getting mixed up. My bud it would be something that's coming up. Well, okay. I booked... My cousins, they called me and they wanted me to book a cruise for January, 2025. And I said, <laughs> right, right. I said, I don't know where I'm going to be in 2025. Like y'all tripping. But I mean, hey, I put the deposit down, non-refundable. So I guess I'm going <laughs> on a cruise in January, 2025. Um, this is my first cruise. So I'm excited about it. And um, it's a seven day cruise. So we're going to be on there for a whole week. Um, and I think we're going to like, Oh, mm, I, mm, I don't even know. I forgot, but it's, it's going to be somewhere in, in Mexico and, and um, some other countries. But I, I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Um, and it's with my cousin. So some nice cousin bonding. And then a thorn. Be my thorn. I'm really trying to think. Oh, yesterday while I was at the event, y'all, I was tested, 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 tested. And I, I mean, like I overcame it. So I guess it was like, it turns into a rose, but like, it was really, really hard. Um, like one of the guys at the event came up to me and was like, Hey, you know where I can get some weed at? And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I do, <laughs> but like, I, like I shit right now. <laughs> but I, I mean, I slid the plug anyway. I was like, okay, here you go. <laughs> but that happened and then this other guy was trying to give me his number and I was like I can't do this y'all like so it was really really hard because like old me would have just been like on the flirting tip like what's up but I had to really you know remember my why remember why I'm being obedient in this in this season um so but it was really hard like to the point where I literally felt sick to my stomach because I was going the opposite of what my flesh wanted so I just felt so sick on the inside um but it felt it felt good after I journaled about it and woke up this morning so yeah I'm so proud of you. I just love right. this growth. Thank and you, you. Know, shout out to you for putting yourself out there and shooting your shot. Like you are just and you are glowing right now. I don't think I yes, told you like, I was yeah, definitely like, look super smile as big as ever. Like, oh, okay. Thanks, <laughs> Y'all the best. <laughs> and on the note of friends, we're going to be talking about friendship today. Right. Yes. Beautiful transition. Ooh-wee. Yeah, let's get into it. Because it's going to be I, heavy. I can y'all. start. I can start. I already what you know got on I your chest? Start. I already know, Jay. Got <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, like, this is something that I live by, like, 
friends versus associates, period. Mm. I a line. do not, I mean, it's, it's thick. Um, <laughs> I, I am one of those people, like, I do not use the term friend loosely. And it's not in a negative way, um, in a way for, it's for me to create boundaries because I, I be, I be doing a lot. Um, as far as, you know, like caring for people and, you know, showing up and all that. And, um, yeah, like you really, I, I really have to draw that line for myself when it comes to friends versus associates. It's not to say like my associates, like, you know, I'm not cool with, or there's beef or nothing, never that. But, um, friends just, you know, like it's an extra oomph and it does help when it comes to like, um, what you I mean you know a lot of people say oh like don't expect anything from anybody but no like I expect certain things from the people I call my friends I expect certain things from my family you know um or certain family members and um I have to make some kind of line and you know it depends on how you define friend how you define associate so forth so forth but I know the way I define it I have to you know have a line in there because for me personally friends um they hold a lot of a weight in my life and I can't just be calling everybody my friend because that would be stressful (laughs) and so um yeah I just want to start with that and I think I hope for some people you know that helps because a lot of times I know before I didn't even think about that and it's helped me a lot when it's come to like expectations for one or even just how I exert where I put my energy who, you know, I'm expecting a pour into me as well. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. How y'all feel about that? Like, have I ever thought about, like, friends versus associates or, like, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but, yeah. And has that, like, line ever been difficult for you to draw or was there a moment where you're like, okay, I've had enough? Definitely. I definitely feel like in terms of like friendships, like you definitely got to put work into friendships just like you do relationships. Like there's a level of effort that you have to put forth. It really does take two to tango and you really do need to be there for your friends. Whereas associates are more so, you know, you know, I see you like, yeah, we say, hey, you know, I support you, you know, here and there, like, but it doesn't take that. Yeah, it doesn't take that same amount of energy. Like being a good friend really does take you know, mental energy, physical energy, like it really, it does, it's, it's work. A, a friendship is work just like a relationship is work. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually reading that in the book um, that I'm reading right now called um, Good Vibes, Good Life. Shout out Desiree, you recommended it to me. Um, And they were really talking about friendships and I was like, wow. And they were saying how like friendships require sacrifice and that's so true. And how like, you know, you can, draw that line based on hey like how much would I actually be willing to sacrifice for this person um and also if you you know if you ask like oh you know we friends and somebody actually draws that line say no you're my associate don't be offended don't be offended at all you know um you can I mean maybe I get it if you have like a different expectation you call that person friend it can sting a little bit but just know that it's not coming from like a place of I don't want you to be my friend but that's just not how the dynamic is for that person in that time so yeah definitely don't don't take it to heart but you can have a conversation about it <laughs> yeah. yeah I definitely feel that just from like thinking of like workspaces that I've been in specifically like at UCSD 
a lot of us who were students and who had jobs were usually working in like the community aspect. So we'd be working at resource centers or we might be working like part of spaces. So you were in a student organization, but you were paid to be part of that student organization. And so a lot of times, because you spend a lot of time with people, everybody kind of like gets like a conflated sense of like what our relationships actually are, especially because these spaces too required a lot of vulnerability from us. So some people, because they felt like they were more open and vulnerable and sharing, like that we were all like friends on the same level. And it's like, we're cool and we work together, but I promise you, our, our relationship is not as deep as you might think it is. And for me, I'm very much a like separate person, like where I work, we can be cool, but we are not friends for real. And like, I also think, too, when I used to work at In-N-Out, that was also a different environment where people were very close and things were very personal. And I'm like, I'm just here to get a check and go. But I did have <laughs> friends there who, like, we would hang out outside. So, like, for mm -hmm. me, it was like, I know where a friendship is for me versus an acquaintanceship. When I actually pursue trying to like spend time with you and get to know you outside of whatever space it is that we're usually in together that like brings us together. Or like if we have a shared friend, you are somebody that I know and you're cool and you're my acquaintance, but it's like we're not friends just because we share a friend unless I know that we have that kind of like relationship or that time spent or that energy given like, you know, Jay was saying. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. And the worst is when you have somebody that you call a friend and then they do the opposite of what friends are supposed to do. And I've had mm. that. And my I've always kept my circle real small, like real small. And I just, I don't know, I wasn't really too big on making a whole lot of new friends. I was really that like no new friends type of person. But then I was like, no, like you got to get out there, especially after this move. You know, I, I'm like, OK, I have to like make some sort of friends, some people that has to have my back out here. Um, and so like now I would say I have a lot of acquaintances, but I definitely probably have like two friends. So I, I I really do like drawing that line, because like you said, Jay, it really helps with boundaries, with knowing, OK, this is how I can show up in this space and I can preserve my energy with this person. And if they try to expect mm -hmm. more out of me, then that's when I can actually draw that line and tell them, hey, no, <laughs> not it. Yeah. yeah. And that just made me think like it's different levels to everything too. Like <clears throat> I know it's some friends that's literally like my family, like, you know, and some friends is really, you know, we friends, you know, and it's nothing like the, it's just the, that, when you're like categorizing the relationship, if you will, you can tell the difference, but like, you know, there's levels to different things. So you just have to, I think <clears throat> it benefits like the person who's making those boundaries um, rather than the other way around. Um, Cause it just helps. I can speak for myself. Um, it just helps me personally, you know, like I said, focus on where my energy is going, but you know, there's different levels to different things. And, you know, you just have to figure out what, what's best for you and a lot of recently especially last year I noticed a lot of things were draining me or not even so draining me it's like I was pouring so much out like nothing was being not nothing let me not be dramatic <laughs> but a good amount was not being poured back in and I remember I was like I'm not saying this to say I'm expecting you know what I give to be returned like that's not at all but I literally feel drained I feel exhausted and you know something's not right and that's when I realized like if I'm pouring so much out I'm giving I'm giving I'm giving and I'm not receiving I'm gonna 
I'm going to feel that difference. And so you have to realize, okay, like, where am I pouring? That's not benefiting me. Cause don't get me wrong. Like I, but there were a lot of people in my life who were still pouring into me, but there were some people that I was pouring into that were not. And I had to, you know, take a step back and be like, all right, you know, we have to slice and dice, move from this category to this one, or maybe to move from this category to not even in a category. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, for sure had to, you know, go through that, but like, you know, just know, try to figure out what's, what's best because child it's hard out here. And at the end of the day, you gonna have your back at the end of the day. So yeah. just make sure you, yeah, gotta get that together. No, I feel like touching on that, that really goes into the like outgrowing friendships thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's mm-hmm. a big thing to talk about because I definitely feel like there's like an expectation for you to stay friends with somebody just because y'all been friends for such a long time, even if that relationship is no longer serving you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel like that happened to, to me. I Honestly, I feel like um, that happened to me. Um, and I definitely had to put somebody from one category into another category because it was just taking so much out of me and I just couldn't keep, yeah, it was like, not that, you know, my friend, cause I don't want to, you know, speak negatively about her or anything like that, but like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't serving me anymore. The friendship just wasn't serving me anymore. And so I kind of just like had to take a step back, but I also had to deal with like the guilt of that, of like feeling like, dang, like I outgrew this friendship. Like I love her, you know, like we love each other, but, and like, you know, there's no beef, like there's no bad energy or animosity you know at least from my end um but definitely had to like take a step back and deal with those things and that's like a friendship breakup is like a regular breakup it's just as hurtful it cuts just as deep and Mm -hmm. um even though it does hurt though do know that like that don't mean that it was the wrong move you know what i'm saying like you are still doing what's right for you and really do not feel like you have to tie yourself to somebody just because y'all have history like you got to look at friendships just like you look at relationships you know is this serving me you know is there a give a, a get and give here yeah like is it are we really is this a good friendship and really just got to learn how to deal with those emotions well i have to learn how to do these emotions i'm still dealing with those emotions um but that was definitely something I had to realize that everybody doesn't have to be so close to me or like I don't have to give as much energy as I was given before just because that's what they've been expecting me to do um as you know we go through our own life changes all of our relationships are going to change as well and that does mean friendships so so Desiree how do you know when you're outgrowing a friendship like what are some telltale signs for you Okay, so for me personally, um, it'd be similar to like what Jay said. So like if I feel like this relationship is like exhausting to me or like it's draining me and like then I like don't have energy for myself type of thing. Um, that's like really one of the signs. Um, and then I'll say another thing is kind of just like the context of conversation. Um, depending on, you know, like where you guys are in your lives, um, I don't know, some of the things that you guys talk about may not be of interest anymore, or, you know, you you can't really understand where they're coming from in a certain way, so you can't, I don't know, empathize with them, 
or like I mean so for example um uh one of my friends she she had a baby and you know I don't have no kids and so you know when she would talk about certain things you know that she was going through and then you know I would give her my feedback it would be something that she don't want to hear but at the same time it's like you can't really expect me to fully understand because I don't have a child. I don't have a baby's father. Like I couldn't really put myself in your shoes type of thing. And it would really just be like a, a head, but with that all the time or, um, cause I definitely, and not to say that like, you know, I just, you know, run off at the mouth and, you know, say, say stuff when I'm not supposed to say stuff. Cause I'm definitely the type of person who like, doesn't like to give, you know, my opinion, unless it's asked, you know, like I definitely know how to just sit there and listen. Like, if you really just want me to sit here and listen, I'm here for that. But like, if you ask me, you know what I'm saying? And then I say <laughs> what I got to say, and now you mad, well, maybe you shouldn't have asked me. But like, now we bumping heads on that accord because you kind of going through something that I just simply can't understand. Um, something else, um, I would feel like, and then for me, like knowing that a relationship is draining for me, um, I subconsciously start to avoid the relationship um I had noticed myself you know maybe not answering the phone as you know as much as I usually would or maybe not texting back as much as I usually would and it's like not even that I feel anything bad it's just that like now I don't have that energy I'm realizing that I don't have that energy and the dynamic just naturally starts to change. Um, you just know, like, you just, I don't know, like, you just, you you feel it. You definitely feel the difference in a relationship the next time that you guys talk. Um, and the connection is not really what it once was um, type of thing. And now it's to the point where, oh, we, if you don't understand me in this way, well, now I can't open up to you about this, but this is primarily mm. what my life is. So, right yeah and what more do we have to talk about um so kind of just stuff like that I don't know it just got really really difficult um yeah really difficult for us to have conversations with each other without it turning into something else um I'm sorry I'm trying not to like no yeah no it's like a hard line to, yeah. <laughs> to um, so walk for me, but I decided I to that. just like take a step back and like you know put some space in between us and I literally noticed the energy shift in myself like mm -hmm. you know I realized how much it was really draining me and then that's when I had decided because I don't like to decide right away like okay you know like, I definitely contemplated where our friendship was gonna go because you know I love her like I wanted us to be as close as we were but once I like realized like okay it was draining me like this is different like I feel different it was like you got to make some changes. Um, this might be one of the things that you got to sacrifice type of thing. Cause when I tell you like we was close, like, I mean, like mm -hmm. every single day on the phone, I'm at work. Oh, we're still on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> stuff like, that. like, like really like my best friend, like every single day, hours on end on the phone. And it was just too much. Yeah. Yeah. Way too much. And yeah, just a disconnect. You, you'll feel the disconnect though. Definitely. You'll, you'll yeah. feel it and then maybe I need to talk about it or you know because I definitely will say like do everything that you can to like you know figure out if that's the right choice to make because you don't want to look back and be like damn you know lost a good friend and it was really you know some other shit going on in your head 
but um you know definitely the science will be there it'll definitely be like an obvious choice for you if you yeah. know like, it's time for me to put some space between me and this person good answer good answer <laughs> I, I tried I tried <sighs> thanks for opening up yeah, God, will, yeah. God will really put you in situations where you have no other choice but <clears throat> to do that and yeah like it's wild because a lot of times we're holding ourselves back or we're resistant to things because you know we're just so used to it and so comfortable and you know there's so many just you know feelings emotions memories attached but um yeah like it just gets to the point where (laughs) you just get like okay like at some point I'm gonna have to respect myself and there you know like okay we crossed that line okay but some lines you know can't be crossed and yeah, I gotta do it to you, um, for sure. Uh, put you in that position, like a. There's no other option, you know. So yeah, it de- yeah, it's a lot, and grieving those losses is a lot too. Um, so yeah, definitely with you know those kind of things, give yourself grace and stuff too. Like just yeah. yeah nobody talks about that like grieving friendships like the loss of a friend yeah. like they don't they don't really talk about that but it is a real thing it is a real thing because yeah. like you said you have yeah. memories together you spend a lot of time with this person especially if they are your best friend it is hard mm-hmm. to like notice a shift um when things are happening and you know they might just be seasons and might just have like it just might be something that you need to talk about and like redefine your friendship and redefine expectations because there is like a thing about um I know I heard something about like oh you know I'm a high maintenance friend or I'm a low maintenance friend and like basically what certain people need in order to feel like you're supported in that friendship or like I don't I don't know like your friends I guess um (laughs) so with that like even like with my best friend you know once she got her man it was a little hard for me to adjust because now it wasn't just me and her and her her main person that she would run to now is her man respectfully girl you know respectfully um but I had to understand that like the the new role that I play um and I had to like reshift my expectations about you know what I could expect from her um and then also just how I can show up too because now I can't just talk about my friend house you know like she got a man now so I gotta respect that so there's like there's a lot of different things as you grow up you have to continuously like revisit that conversation because you're moving into different seasons of your life so um yeah like don't just cut it off if you like see like one little sign of a bump like definitely try it out work on it um because relationships are very similar to friendships and so you know you have to just really put in that work and put in the work with growth and have those hard conversations um and that's one thing that my best friend and I always really pride ourselves on was like hey we feel some type of way we're gonna bring it to the table and we're gonna have a conversation about it before it turns into something you know like hidden animosity or you know like you know like just acting funny when there's no need to act funny when you could just have a conversation about it so definitely open up have those have those hard conversations and if that's really your best friend or like a close friend you know then you should be able to have those hard conversations without feeling fearful of like what the the end result would be 
you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's going to hurt if y'all do end up breaking off as friends. So I would be a little fearful of that. Yeah. But like, not about how they would react. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't always have to even be, you know, like once, cause I know for me and her, like we still, you know, I'll still text her, you know, check on her. She'll text me or, you know, hit me up every so-and-so just to say, Oh, hope you're doing good, you know, type of thing. But, um, that's definitely where it's at, but you know, it doesn't have to be looked at as, you know, something negative per se. And also to just think about the fact that you're making space for other things. Mm-hmm. How when your friend, you know, she got her boyfriend and everything kind of changed. And I definitely feel like um, when I first got into a relationship, I was like low key like that. I was low key like that until my homegirl started calling me out on it. So now, like, I'm not like that now, but like, I definitely like, take the time to like think about the fact that like okay I've been spending every weekend with this nigga when I'm gonna spend a weekend with my homegirls like we used to do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that type of thing when am I gonna schedule a friend date um and I definitely want to talk about friend dates because I feel like that is so important in a friendship just for y'all to spend in person time together I mean you know it's not always you know you can't always be in person but friend dates are they give me life, honestly. And uh, it's definitely something that I like to try to fit into my schedule every other weekend so that it's not, you know, oh, I'm just prioritizing this guy because I have these other relationships too that are just as important. Um, so definitely if you are one of those girls who everything is about your nigga and your friends is on a back burner, don't do that. <laughs> my man, my man, my man type. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But Cam, I had a question for you, though, because hmm. I know, you know, we are two people that moved away from our home state. So how are you like keeping up with your friendships back in California while you're in D.C.? Hmm. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is FaceTime, 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 FaceTime. Um, when I first moved out here, honestly, it was it was like weird. Um it was kind of like being in shock, like being here by myself, like I actually like up and moved. But at the same time too, like I was so like sad and missing my family, <clears throat> but it was weird because it's like, I wasn't talking to them. It was like, I just kind of was like shut in and then like this weird place. And so my family and friends did not hear from me or they had to be the ones to call me first. And I realized now, like looking back like that, it probably affected them in a way to make them think like, oh, she just picked up and moved on and just went on with her life. But really, I just was like going through it and was like, um, like I'm here, but I don't know what to do with myself. This is all new. I want to go home. It was just like a whole lot of conflicting feelings. And then after that, I just feel like school started up so quickly. It got really hard for me to try and figure out like, how do I make time to call my mom, you know, call my grandma, call my friends, you know, and talk to all these people. And it felt like overwhelming at the same time too, because it's like, everybody and like the time difference like I really would just remember being so overwhelmed and that also made me like more like shut in in a way yeah and so now I feel like I have a better balance on it I really do try to call like my three closest friends I make sure to call them at least once a week for sure and they're good about reaching out to me too because really it just shows that you know you're on their mind they're on your mind and you really want to maintain this relationship in some way shape or form um and then the last way of course like is planning visits that part's not always easiest you know playing mm-hmm. fairs is, is crazy 
Come mm-hmm. from DC to California, it's actually sick. You could fly out of the country cheaper. Than you no, could for real. <laughs> um, so that part is is the hardest, obviously. And like I was just talking to um my best friend a couple of days ago, and she's like, "So when are you gonna be home again?" And I said, "Honestly, like I don't, I don't know because I know I was home for Christmas, and last year, um, I went home in May." And then I was a home home again in September for a wedding for my cousin's wedding. So they did see me a lot last year. And then even too, I think like a month after I had moved here, uh, my godson, he turned one. So I flew home for that. So like I was literally trying to get home for any reason possible that first <laughs> year that I was here. But now in this second year, it's kind of like I don't have that freedom and space to do that anymore and that's the part that really sucks but I mean I've had my friends come visit me so far so that's also been really really good and it's like oh I miss this I miss being able to like be closer to my friends we weren't always in the same city after we graduated from college but there was still like that accessibility like to be able to just get in the car and drive like the worst thing you had to do was figure out a day where you were both free, not like having to figure out like all these other logistics and how long can you stay and what's good with your scheduling. And yeah, so I mean, long distance is definitely difficult. And of course, I'm counting down the days to when I can get to be back home and around everybody and just back close to all my people again. But um, for the most part, I just try and maintain the relationships that I have by just being in constant contact as much as I can, you know. And as much as they can too. But how is it for you, Jada? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Cause I don't know. Like when I first got out here, um, I kind of was in the same position. Like I was really shut off, very closed in to myself. Um, and you know, that actually kind of when you said that, it made me think about when my dad first moved away. That's probably how he felt, you know, because I was wondering, like, why he wasn't calling me. And that's probably the same reason. So, hmm. Mm. hmm. <laughs> but oh, wow. um, yeah, right. It's crazy to think about. Um, But yeah, so I was I was very much so the same um, kind of shut in. And then um, and then I was like, then I got into a space where I wanted to call, but then like the time zone and the time difference was just off. So then it was like always a conflict of scheduling. Like my best friend and I, we kind of like at this point kind of just like gotten used to not speaking often. And um we, I mean, what we do is like we FaceTime and not FaceTime, we Snapchat each other every day. But Snapchat is Snapchat. Like I see your face, but like it's just like a little picture and then we go about our day. But like I don't really know like you know, what's been bothering you? What's been on your mind? Like, how are you doing? You know, how's your family? Like, I, I we don't have those conversations. And so sometimes it does feel a little like, mm, but I, I understand exactly like what's going on in both of our lives, but that can't be like a reason why I feel like for something for me, I would definitely want to like set aside a specific time for us to talk just because our both of our schedules are so hectic, like her being in medical school and I'm out here doing 5,000 things at one time. Um, I, I know that, you know, it's easy to miss each other. So we have to really, um, yeah, trying to like just be intentional about that. Um, and, and that's really what long distance makes you do is like the intentionality about actually showing up and, you know, like having those phone calls and really seeing the importance of them. Is, is a big thing. 
But I mean, I went out like a, eh, I didn't go out that often because y'all, them tickets is really, they really are expensive. <laughs> but yeah. I was able to, um, I was able to surprise my best friend um, in December and that was really sweet. So I basically had her boyfriend um, act like he was taking her on a date. And um, instead I was at the restaurant and he kind of just like, okay, go be on your friend date. I'm going to pick y'all up when y'all done. And <laughs> it was really so cute. cute. She was crying and stuff because she thought she had to pick me up from the airport the following day, but I actually came out the day before um, and surprised her that night. So yeah, it was it was really special. But, um, mm. you know, that that kind of re- recharged me for going on um, with, the, with the rest of the months. And, and now I'm planning to go back for her graduation. So yeah, that's in the works. Yeah, you can't wait to see ya. <laughs> but it does feel like I'm missing out right. on a lot of stuff. I hate that. Like whenever I see everybody going out and you know back in Cali, I'm like, damn, like yeah, but I would have been there too, you know. So it is. It does hurt yeah. a little bit, especially because I don't have like like the back home friends are different than my friends here. So it's it's a very like different dynamic. And so when I see the back home friends like going out, I'm like. Mm, but I know what kind of fun I could have with (laughs) y'all and I miss that kind of fun no and that's real I was worried about um for my birthday mixing friend groups because I planned for my two best friends to come out here and then that was going to be their first time meeting my dental friends and they're very protective. They're like, you need to let your friends know out there that we like to fight. So <laughs> I said, why would I tell them that? <laughs> they were like, so if they're weird, like, just let them know. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll have an issue. Like, you're not the one to try it with. And I was like, I appreciate I really appreciate y'all. But I promise I don't think it's going to be any beef, any drama like that. <laughs> but then it also ended up too that uh two of my other friends from college they were in New York visiting their line sister and so then they wanted to also come down that same weekend and then Jada also pulled up from um, Virginia she came up too so it was just like literally like sets of friends from all different parts of life all coming together and it actually went fine there was nothing for me to worry about but like me like the I guess not the people pleaser in me, but it's just naturally I'm like always want to make sure that like, okay, like does this person like this person? Like, oh, it would look like that person has an issue. And it could be nothing going on. They could have got a text on their phone that said, you know, something that had them upset. It has nothing to do with the situation. But I'm like, oh, she looked at her funny. So now I'm gonna have to go mediate the situation. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's immediately where my mind goes when I think about like mixing friendships. I just be like overthinking everything, but actually everything went perfectly fine I had a great time and all of my friends liked each other so no it was it was a turn up okay your birthday was fun (laughs) (laughs) that's one thing it's hard to get Taylor out here I'm like girl you need to get your butt out here Mm. but it's a little easier because you're in DC so that's like people know DC I'm yes. in Norfolk, Virginia. She like, I don't want to go to Norfolk. I like, what's it? She's like, but I'm please, like, girl, it's me. <laughs> Come out for me. I said we can have fun. Trust me, <laughs> just in my apartment. But no, Norfolk is cool. You know, we got some stuff. To do. <laughs> some stuff. You can go to that oh, uh, the one club you was talking about. Remember? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that little hole in the wall. Nah, yeah. We we can we can do some fun stuff. So there's some stuff to do, especially now that I live in downtown. So <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was gonna say they do um 
Hampton be doing something with like the beach day or whatever and, and so oh, yeah. I don't remember what it's called but that would be a good time child though do y'all feel like y'all have ever had anxieties about mixing friend groups child <laughs> yes I got, I got, <laughs> man I got people I got uh, it's just crazy I have friends that I've known since growing up then I have middle school people my best friends I've known since middle school then we got high school friends and we got UCSD friends and like it's a lot and so um me bro like I I feel like one thing I do like I'm a I, I can't overthink it like been there done that I don't have time for that and so um I I think one thing I do to kind of like mitigate um I just I don't know like as far as like when it goes to just like doing little stuff like oh we're going to the movies I'm not gonna be like oh we're going to the movies oh we're going to the movies. like no that's that's unnecessary <laughs> right you know like birth- <laughs> you know like birthdays and stuff like um I definitely you know invite you know other people and I try to not make things like too exclusive um so there's also like some mutuals or you know some people there you know so everybody's having a good time so I don't have to like okay how y'all doing y'all good da, 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 you know the whole time because who wants to do that you know and so um but also I I just really love seeing like all my friends in one place like for my uh most recent birthday we went out um to dinner and just seeing like everybody there I'm just like oh, I love y'all y'all really love me like, <laughs> and so it's very heartwarming to just realize that all you know in one space um and I was hopping around like different conversations I'm like oh girl we gotta catch up on this because I ain't seen you since da, 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 and things of that sort so I, I I like spaces like that but I do um understand that um not everybody can you know, be in one space. And some people in certain friend groups of mine, uh, they don't get along. And, you know, one thing about me, at the end of the day, we all grown. Okay. So how you deal with that, that's your business. You are, y'all know my line. I'm not a therapist. I'm not your mom. <laughs> I'm not your big sister. So I'm not going to sit here and try to, you know, mitigate. Of course, you know, if it's necessary, then yeah. But um, yeah, no, like I just don't, I, I know, like, I'm not finna be messy and be like, oh, we finna get together because I want to make y'all get along. No, nobody has time for that. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, that's, I feel like, you know, that's normal. Everybody's not going to get along. And that's just that on that. And I I do my best to not let that affect me and not also, also not let it overwhelm, you know, my life. There's so many other things to worry about. And, um, yeah. And it's funny because, like, one thing about me, once I'm done, I'm done, like, I'm done. But and but I understand relationships like, you know, you might have a falling out and then, you know, y'all get back along. But then I just be like, dang, bro, like I just unfollowed that person on everything. Like, I was right <laughs> and you just went back. Like, but that'd be the funny, that'd just be funny to me because I'll be like, okay, Jada, like, you know, maybe let's not do too much this time. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, the the, the mixing, the mixing friend groups, um, it definitely is an interesting thing um but you know it is what it is you know and that and I think with that too you know just make sure like you you make time for um your friends that you care about like you can't all be in one space all the time for you to just kill two birds with one stone you know you have to make time to really dive into those different relationships whether that be you know 
a text to the group chat or a FaceTime call or, you know, a quick little movie night, just whatever, you know, um, cater into those friendships because a, a lot of my friends, like they do pour into me and I really do appreciate them. And so it's like, I can't just like be like, you know, neglect that and neglect that um, relationship. So yeah, it definitely is an interesting thing. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You can't let, you can't over, overthink it too much because, you know, you got, we got other stuff to worry about, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And yeah, yeah that's all I got. <laughs> I had to deal with, I have, so y'all got like old friends, like old, old friends. Like I got the same friends I had in middle school. Like, and I will say like, when we got to high school, I feel like not that I tried to bring the group together, but the group was actually together. But let's be real, the group definitely fell apart. But I still am like cool with everybody that was in the group type thing. And I do remember it was like one year for my birthday. And you know, I wanted all of my friends to go out. I wanted everybody to go out. But I do, there is, there's one friend and another friend, they really don't get along. And she was like, one of my homegirls, she told me like, okay, if you invite her, I'm going to tell her to get down where she mad at. So, and I'm like, okay, really do whatever y'all going to do. But that's when I'm going to disassociate myself from the situation. Now, you know, not to say I don't care about my friends out there, you know, fighting and, you know, doing whatever they do while we out. Cause you know, I don't want them to be doing that, but also it's my birthday. So I do feel like, you know, you supposed to just be here for me. And if you can't keep yourself together, I'm not finna ruin my night because you can't keep that together and you know it ended up not happening we didn't all go out together but my friends did they did want to celebrate with me so I did definitely have to do like a little okay I'm gonna celebrate with y'all and then I'm gonna celebrate with y'all type of thing so I'm glad for your sake that they didn't end up fighting because it's like that's your birthday and it doesn't matter what kind of beef they got going on they both have a mutual friend and birthdays are important. I take birthdays very seriously. And I feel like as friends, celebrating your friend's birthday is very important. Um, so yeah, if they would have started fighting, now I'm fighting. Now we're all fighting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we all got birthday. <laughs> right. If you was beefing at that wedding, you should have been beefing at that wedding. Not on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Dang, I feel like there was there was something I was going to share and I totally forgot it. Literally, y'all, my memory. Y'all, please pray for me for when I get older because it's not healthy. It's not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I kind of want to know what it is. I, I Yeah, I'm like... It was deep too. <laughs> and now, now... But I guess we can get into um like friendship dynamics and all that good stuff because that actually does play a part in kind of a role in like the different friend groups as well um mm -hmm. I think I, but I felt like it has something to do with friend groups oh yes there we go I <laughs> got it <Yay>! back. okay <laughs> I was gonna say that I noticed for myself personally I've never been good in like large friend groups like Cam and I, I know we were in a large friend group together um, and I I just never do well with those. I feel like I get swallowed. Like I'm a, I'm a person that has to really like have that one-on-one -on -one connection with somebody. Um, and especially when it's a big group like that, like I feel bad because I don't have like personal connections with everybody. And so 
I don't know. I just feel really weird. <laughs> like I always feel very weird. And I always kind of like go into like a little turtle shell, especially when we were all together at 8068. Like I would just be like in like my own little, I don't know, space and I'll be in my head too much. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. I just didn't know how to like really do that. Like like even bringing different friend groups together, I I don't know how to vibe and like click and stuff like that. And I know that um a lot of times, you know, if y'all are bringing friend groups together, it's like, okay, well, it's up to y'all to like, you know, be sociable, like, you know, like y'all here, be the social butterflies. It was always, always very hard for me. And I would like every time just be overthinking stuff, just like being a person that is brought to like a mixed event like that, or just like a larger group in general, it was always really, really hard for me. So I did want to bring that perspective into it because like, it was really hard <laughs> and it still is hard. And, I'm, and I I don't know, I'm trying to work through it in, in certain ways Um, and, and just really like, you know, just treat it as, as if I'm like meeting anybody else that's new, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I really had a hard time being being in our friend group camp, and I don't think anybody really knew that, honestly. <laughs> but I really did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think I feel you on that too because I think I just wasn't present at that time in my life either. Like when I think back to all of our times together we had at that time, it's like a blur. Like, I remember things and I remember being there, but then there will be things that, like, me and Sabrina or me and Denise will be talking about. And I'm like, see, y'all were much more present than I was. <laughs> so I get what you mean about, like, wanting, like, you prioritize individual connections rather than, like, a whole group friendship. But I would say from the outside looking in, I don't think, I can't speak for anybody else, but I didn't feel any type of way about you in the group. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, Jada's not really connected with anybody. So like you saying it was in your head, it didn't really seem like it. Like we were always all together having a good time doing whatever goofy stuff we were doing. So just to Thank affirm you. you on that, if you. Thank you. Because I know how it was going on in here. It was, like, <laughs> it was a lot, but yeah. Yeah, it would be like that. <clears throat> I mean, people, you know, different people are like that. That's like, that's why I think, you know, I really hold on to like the friends that I have because it's, 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 yeah, it's hard to like mix and it's hard to like be in a lot of different spaces and have a whole bunch of friends. I just was never really that person. Um, And how do y'all feel about like having multiple best friends? Cause I know that that's like a topic that people usually debate about. Like, oh, you can't have more than one best friend. I don't know. I, I personally don't have really like a opinion on it, but I wanted to know if anybody mm -hmm. else in the group did. Yeah. I mean, I have two best friends. Um, those are my dogs. And I mean, like, it's just funny too. Cause like, there's like, I would say. It's, it's a few people. Like it's a like a handful of people that I can count that are like, you know, my dogs, my go-tos. Um, but yeah, I have two best friends and um, yeah, those are my best <laughs> friends and they're not going nowhere. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I can see like just from the name, like, oh, how was one of your best friend and da 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 but like, bro, like it's, it's not, it's deeper than that. You know, it's not just, oh, like, and we also met each other around the same time too. So, um, although like the quantity is there, the quality is still there too. Don't get it mixed up. Okay. This ain't that, but uh, let me knock on wood. But, um, 
yeah but like yeah I have, I have two best friends and then I also have um my friend Amari I call her my twin um I've known her longer than I've known my best friends um and that's my dog and so yeah like it to me it's like those people that when you have like family events your family asks where are they like yeah like those are my best friends so even if it's not even like formally said like yeah Amari that's my dog like you know and then um also like my roommate as an A she's not just my roommate but I have to say roommate so y'all can get like some context <laughs> but that's my dog too. we live together so we talk um well we be busy but we tell each other stuff all the time we're right here next to each other and so it's like that's my dog too like you know there's a few people a select few people in my life who you know are really like my riders my best friends and stuff so yeah I think you know don't get too like hung up and all that you know stuff um I you know I, I love it because you know it's, it's genuine relationships and stuff and you know we we just be loving on each other uh showing up for each other supporting each other and it's all good vibes but if it becomes messy like don't it's it's not for you like just point blank period it's never been that over here especially you know like I said I've had two best friends since you know middle school and so um it's never been that so if you are encountering that is y'all either need to talk about it or it's not meant to be like do not force it because also best friend is not a term that should be used loosely as well so right yeah, yeah I'm not Clearly, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I can see, you know, like how it could be like, you know, mm. but um, yeah, that's how I feel. Do your um, do your two best friends? Do they feel like, like a, like a pressure to be best friends too, or you don't um, see that? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's funny that you say that. Um, because even like while I was out here for during college like they would be hanging out and stuff and I'm like okay y'all cute or whatever um, but mind <laughs> you we all we we all met each other in middle school it wasn't like oh I met mm-hmm. Alexis here I met Deja you know da, 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 da. we all were in the friend group so it was like you know it makes sense and so yeah um yeah so but now right now you know they're a little rocky but that's also where I say everybody got their own thing going on I'm not getting into that we all grown. Everybody like to say I'm grown, so I'm gonna let people be grown. I'm gonna mind my grown business. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, no. So no, to answer that, no. Like, I feel like yeah, it's clear. No, that 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 uh <laughs> pressure is not there to feel that way, and I'm glad because I don't want to force anybody or make anybody feel forced that they have to like someone because you know it may be somebody that you know they're close to too and. I will gladly say no. It will. It would never be that <laughs> with what this you know this other friend that you have. And so, yeah, it's different. But yeah, I'm, I I wouldn't put um, them in a position to like, oh, we all have to hang out together. No, Mm-mm. I've probably been in the middle of something. Sit- well, I will say I have like, well, I had my best friend. We were best friends since like the third grade, and. When I went off to college, um, Mia Sine, and she was my roommate. Well, actually, she wasn't my roommate freshman year, but she was my roommate sophomore and junior year. So we were like, we got like really, really, really close. And personally, 
because like I always had like you know separate group of friends like when I was in high school and like we had like our friend group and like our friend group fell apart I feel like I kind of learned how to navigate the whole having multiple friends who don't really you know clash well um and then I got to college and I had this best friend and then Sine definitely felt like you know we were roommates and like we literally talked to each other every day we rode to school together what come home together cook together like it was more so yeah like a best friend dynamic um but there was like a I don't know I was put between a rock and a hard place in in certain situations um I feel like my initial best friend you know the one who I don't know she just kind of felt like she had like some I don't know like she had to like I don't even know like how to how to explain it but like kind of let let Sine kind of know her place like a you know like I'm best friend you know like kind of like that like mm. and like I've you know like I've seen it you know and we actually have like you know hung out in a group setting wasn't necessarily the best setting it wasn't you know, <laughs> the best situation you know <laughs> so yeah. I like, there are some people who definitely feel like that but I feel like it really shouldn't be like that because I do have another group of friends who I consider my best friends um we didn't, didn't all go to school together so you know I got one friend she goes to school in Davis she's in law school now and then my other friend she lives in Vegas now so like we're like all separated but those are my friends who I'm going to Jamaica with like I call them my best friends and I would still call Kyle my best friend. I would call Sam my best friend. So really kind of like what Jay said, like there are like a handful of people who like my mama know them, my sister, my brother, like everybody know them, like their right. family to me. These are my best friends. And, you know, yeah, don't get hung up on the title. Like we all know, like we should all know what it is here. Like me and you mm. this is me and you this is me and you like there shouldn't be no don't get hung up on the title it's really it's not that deep to me personally it's not that deep but everybody hasn't been through a situation where they had to navigate you know that type of situation to gain that maturity to say like yeah it ain't that deep because yeah. it's not it's not and my friendship with this person is not going to take away from yeah our friendship like this don't this don't have to conflict this doesn't have to be this don't got to be nothing, like. So I got like a ooh type of question though. Okay. So then how, like, how are you going to choose who's going to be your, your, um, what do they call it? Maid of honor or something? Bro, I'm That's so hard. happy. That you like, how do you, how, then how do you, you know, like, cause when they come out of that, I got the easy one out. I got a little sister, you know. That's, oh, yeah. That's old dog. I have yeah. y'all are bridesmaids, yeah. and my sister is my maid of honor. Right. You know, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, like, damn, I don't know. <laughs> I'm laughing that's because I think that. about this. I actually think about this very often. And it's funny because one of my best friends, I was her maid of honor, but I also shared the title of maid of honor with her other best friend at the time, too. Okay. But I was like, there's no way on earth I'm giving all three of y'all the title of <laughs> maid of honor when it's my time. So y'all gonna have to duke it out. I don't know. <laughs> no. Wait, I really don't know. But I just feel like I'm worried about when I get there. No, yeah. I think that's I actually might have to do that. It might be an audition. We just gonna hold tryouts. I don't know. 
Try <laughs> made a mess with me with him. That's very reasonable because really, all friends, everybody ain't good at planning. I but you know what? Yeah, the whole itinerary for our trip. That's too. That's something to think about. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. Maybe my sister gonna be a bridesmaid. She's not really on the planning side. <laughs> you have a friend though who sent me a whole itinerary for Jamaica before we even bought the tickets, and I don't know. That bitch know how to plan. That's true. <laughs> you do want you do want to be that person. Yeah, that is. Yeah. You have to think about all the aspects of it because having been in two weddings. There are maid of honors who do what they're supposed to do, and there are maid of honors who don't do anything at all, and the bride just be sitting there like, you know. So you definitely yeah. got to take into consideration, like, yeah, you know, you love all these people, you have a close relationship with all of them, and you don't know who to pick, but like, who's the person who's gonna be on time? You know, who's the person is who's got the funds? Who's the person who got the time to help you? Who will say, you know what? All right, you ain't asked me to do anything, but what can I help with? I think it's yeah. stuff like that when you get into wedding planning, you got to have somebody who be. We'll be thinking about all the things the way you would as a bride. Damn, that I feel yeah. like my my spot as made of honor for my best friend is now gonna be booted now that I'm over here. Cause I really don't know how I'm gonna be able to do it. Like I really don't. Oh, time wise. That's what I say, girl, you are an event um, girl. You can well, well, just even being there, like yeah. I like I, I physically can't be there the entire time like that you're planning. And you know, like I would only have to be there for like certain things. So I really do I'm a I'm a I'm a stop I'm a I'm a stop you right there because so many events happen over virtual girl. No, don't even don't put I that no. Uh-uh. No, we're not even <laughs> no. No, it we're not doing we're not doing that today. We're not doing that today. Um, okay. I don't care if you're not there. We can just girl, I will be right. there with you on, on the phone. <laughs> okay. No, but I understand the I understand that. But child, we are in the world. I don't want to be there. Like Yeah, I like, get that, even though. with the dress fitting, like I might not be able to make a dress fitting. Like, you know, like yeah. I don't know. Cam, how did you do that? Like with, with being in the wedding. Um, so the first time I was in the wedding as the maid of honor, I was still in Victorville. So it was a little easier. Like I just had to drive to LA, which, um, was actually more challenging because I had a new job at the time. So that was like, I cannot call off right now. Like I just got here, mm -hmm. but this time around, I was just a bridesmaid. And for that, it was like, I can come home for the bridal weekend. And then because of that, because of my time constraint and because like, you know, finances and everything, she also went ahead and said, well, we'll celebrate my bachelorette the same weekend too. So that way it was like, I was there for that. And then I came back in a month for the, um, the wedding itself, but everything else that I was doing, I did it from a distance and I also didn't help as much cause she had a wedding planner. So there was like right. a lot of things that like her um and her husband were like you know working out with their planner and everything so um yeah I was very sad I missed the fitting though I was like send pictures send pictures send pictures like I needed to see everything um but yeah it's a trade-off but I would say the best way to do it is to just pick the dates that you want to be there for and then mm -hmm. everything else you just kind of got to be like I'm there in spirit send pictures love you <laughs> love you it's really, it's really a trade-off and try and combine stuff if you can like yeah if then I feel you like know. I'm making her do it and I, I be thinking about this a lot because I know that my best friend is going to be getting married soon so I just know like I just be thinking about this all the time like girl I don't even know how this is gonna work out <laughs> but, but she we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there yeah yeah but yeah, that that one. Oh yeah, we want to try out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's that is hilarious. yeah. I was 
I was I was glad that you um I'm glad that you said that too because as Destiny was speaking, I'm like, bro, like at the end of the day, if y'all want to fight over a title, I'll go ahead and call my little cousin slash sister my best friend, and now none of y'all compete can compete. So <laughs> now what? <laughs> you know, like I, so it, I think that that's just a funny dynamic because like at the end of the day, like everybody knows that that's number one. So. Yeah. yeah and so but it is you interesting know. like just it's thinking i do yeah exactly <laughs> like I'm, sorry guys i have no choice but yeah. <laughs> no um i think it is very interesting just seeing like those different you know relationships and thinking about stuff like that because later i thought about that too like what the heck um who, <laughs> who why how um yeah so yeah it's, it's definitely something funny to think about like cam saying like y'all just gonna have to duke it out like no it's real <laughs> right grass pools i don't know <laughs> where are you something make it fair <laughs> oh, for real. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a tough one when the time comes i just gonna have to worry about it when it get there yeah mm-hmm but they're there, yeah. That's always like the test because you always that. I don't know why, but people make it such a thing. Like they really do, and I I get it. But it's like that that does not define our relationship for real. It really doesn't. Mm-mm. That also that reminds me of like what you said, Destiny. Oh, I just said being a maid of honor is also like a lot of pressure. I feel like yeah. you'll you'll luck out because a lot of females not even gonna want to be the maid of honor. Let's just be real. I don't know. Yeah, and that's true. We have a conversation. I, I know I don't got the time. I know I don't got the going head. That's that's like you might get some easy outs. You never know. Once you yeah get to that bridge, mm-hmm. you'll probably have a lot of easy outs. Cause yeah, it's a big role. And definitely yeah. share your expectations too. Like for whoever you ask, let them know up front. Like as my maid of honor, like here's what I'm expecting you to do, and that'll let people know. Like okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. and it's okay that's to say no. True. Feelings mm-hmm. won't be hurt. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gotta slide that job description. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, so okay. here's the contract. Here's the contract. <laughs> right. Yep. I think that goes into like like I'd be wondering how to like people pick like godparents and stuff too. Cause I be thinking about that. I'm just like, how does that work? I feel like that kind of can be maybe a little easier, especially if you pick like a couple, you know, like I want y'all, you know, you really like, yeah, like this is a good couple, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I, I be thinking about that too. I'm like, dang, like, how do people think about that? Like, how do they choose? Like what goes into that? Cause like for my example, like, for example, like my my little cousin, her her godparents are like my aunt and uncle's one of their best friends. So they're like young, but my godparents are like um, my great aunt and uncle. And so like, it's, you know, different. Like, I just, it's just interesting. Like, how do you pick? Like, who takes that role? What does that role consist of? What is that? Yeah. So that made me think of that too. Like, how does that yeah. work? That responsibility. I am a godparent. And I definitely, I like expectations are really some matter of fact, y'all. I've been, and as I've been like somebody asked me to like be godparent, and I said like yes, you know, whatever. Um, I was in college at the time though, so you know, like I didn't have like 
the most amount of time. I definitely didn't have no money. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, look, I'm a college student. I'm struggling out here, girl. Like, I got my own life to figure out type of thing. And not like that, yeah. but, you know, kind of like that. And I've actually been kicked off of being someone's godparent. Like, like wow. my, yeah, yeah, my cousin. She asked me to be her godparent. Note you, I was in a space where I didn't really want to be a godparent. Like I knew I wasn't in the space to, you know, take on that and like, you know, be able to hit you up all the time to talk to him and like all of that stuff. And, you know, she told me like, yeah, you don't call me. I'm like, you, you don't call my son. You don't do this for my son. So you can't be his godmom anymore. And uh, it was just like, you didn't even really let me know the expectations. Like, mm. I don't really know how to be a godparent. I'm honestly not in the position to be a godparent. I don't know why you chose me of all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why you chose me. Oh, um, and that's, I feel like people definitely need to think about that. Like, when choosing a person to be the godparent, you gotta think about where they at in their life. I know when I choose mm -hmm. my godparents, it'll well, God, God, parents for my children, it'll be, okay, are you financially stable? You know, are you mentally stable? You know, are mm -hmm. you, like, it's a lot of stuff that, like, go into that, because, like, let's be real about what a godparent yeah. is. If something happened to me, you take my kid in. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's a big responsibility. And so I feel like people need to, especially like us, like our generation, like these young girls, like having kids, like really think about who you choosing, you know, your godparents to be. And, yeah. you know, although, you know, you may want to, and I am, I'm a godparent again. This is like not the same child, but another one, my, uh, <laughs> you know, my best another. friend that was my best friend. This is why like I still, you know, keep our relationship, you know cordial and like I still check in on her and stuff like that because her son is my godchild um so of course like I take the commitment serious but I also feel like you know y'all gotta pay attention to where other people are in their life too and mm -hmm. if you do feel like you're not in the space to be a godparent say no that's what I should have did the first time around you know no <laughs> feelings hurt when I really just should have said no because I knew where I was at um yeah but it's definitely something to think about like people be choosing choosing shit for the wrong reason like you choose your bridesmaid you want to choose the one who's going to plan effectively you choose your godparents you want to choose the ones who are going to parent your child effectively um exactly not just that's my best friend so this isn't that yeah yeah okay maybe your best friend never even wanted kids of her own so why would that's, you know what I'm saying? like shit like that yeah, like that's true um you, know, you gotta really people gotta really think about their decisions like think about the why I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I know I have got I don't know who they are. I don't know their names. I don't know nothing. And honestly, I feel like my family had a different like definition of what godparents were. I feel like they had the definition of like these this these are the people who are going to lead my child spiritually. And then whoever like if something does happen to me, then they're left to somebody else. But like they kind of like separated those different like responsibilities and expectations. Um, and I, I have had somebody ask me, my friend, um, he asked me to be the godparent of his daughter that he just found out he had. And I was like, well, I'm gonna tell you, you know what, like, if I say yes, this is what I expect to be doing. And these are not the things I don't want to do. Like, um, you know, I feel like the only thing that I could take on is leading your daughter spiritually, like 
that I feel like I can be there for. But mm-hmm. in, you know, in case something happens to you, I don't think that I would want to have that responsibility to take your child on. And just because mm-hmm. I really don't even feel like we're that close, like, you know, so it like, yeah, I just, I, I really had to, I had to say, I'm sorry, but like, that's where I yeah, dropped that's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah really is. But Cam, you such a good god mommy to King. I have two. I have two god babies. Oh. Both of my both of my best friends had a son and I'm a godparent to both of them. They're actually Aww. on my phone. My that little is boogers. so cute. I want to show y'all them. <laughs> <laughs> the fact I got 4D playing on here, but yeah, that's them, <laughs> the little boogers. And um I remember the first time Denasia had asked me first and um I was like, oh my God, like, yes. Cause she explained too, like, she was like, here's what I expect. Like, you know, like Jada, you you were saying, you expect like a godparent to be able to lead your child spiritually. And she was like, you've been like that person to me. So I have no doubt you'll be that for my kid. And then, you know, like, of course, in case of an emergency, she was like, that could be talked about if something were to ever happen, of course. But like my main thing is that I couldn't imagine anybody else doing this. And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then- when my other best friend got pregnant and she came to ask me as well, I was, my first thought was like, what if I just, like, what if I ever get to a point where I feel like I won't love them equally? What if I feel like I don't have enough love? Like, I, and then it made me think like, is this how parents feel when they start to have like a second kid? Like, what if, <laughs> wow, like, yeah. you know, and I was so worried about it and I still said yes, but I was so, so worried. But then when, you know, Godson number two got here, I just was like, I none of that even mattered. Like all of those doubts went away and I literally can't imagine not having both of them I mean I mean regardless if they wasn't my godsons they would still be like you know nephews but still like those those are my dogs those are my little humans I love them Aww. so much Aww, that's so, so yeah cute. but then it also makes me think like hmm it's back in the running we're gonna have to have godparent childs and then I thought like what if I just don't pick any and now nobody gets to be a godparent like what if we just don't pick it all <laughs> Or like, I'll think of like family members because I have a god sister. My parents, um, my dad's cousin, like he, his daughter, like that's who he asked to be the godparents and stuff. So I'm like, okay, what if I ask a family member to do it? But then I'm like, if I got to think so hard about it, maybe it's not something that I really want to do, you know? Yeah. We'll see how I feel when I have kids. That's how I think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. We're throwing a lot of hypotheticals out there today. Love that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, we adults now. That's crazy. This is real life, though. Yeah, it is. It oh, is. Babies and God babies. <laughs> right. We didn't got deep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. These are, you know, conversations that, you know, we don't really talk about a lot, but clearly it's things that are on our mind. And so I'm glad we, you know, been able to talk about it and then we're recording for the podcast so like other people will be able to listen and relate and kind of like you know if you're listening with somebody y'all could talk about it or even if you're by yourself you can think about it internally like you know have that conversation um so I'm glad that we you know talked about this stuff because I think it's just funny like we all we we all thought of it um (laughs) it's just like we never really well I know I've never really sat down and like had a conversation about it I just think about it so yeah I'm glad that we talked about all these different things from friendships to people fighting to be the god uh mama you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, I appreciate the conversation for real talking about not even like taboo topics in this sense just like 
things you don't really like talk about much. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's four D for you. Shoot. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it here. I know. <laughs> I always walk away from these recordings like just feeling so good. Well, well, what episode is this? Episode four. Yeah. <sighs> episode four. Wow. That is so wild. Like it is. The next episode is going to be halfway through our first season. Wow. No, that is. is. Look at us. That's wild. What the heck? We got (laughs) season. We got a season, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. What? Oh, my gosh. I love that. This is a prime example. If you want to do something, just do it, bro. Like, just do it. Just do it. Get into it and just do it. You'll never know how, you know. How's it gonna go? But you really never know if you don't try. So mm-hmm. just do it. That part. How would y'all rate this episode? <laughs> Give it a three D. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say three D. Yeah. Yeah. Three D. Yeah. We all share like yeah. personal stories and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we get deeper. I deeper. Said three. A little more open mm-hmm. every every episode more personal yeah mm-hmm. i know some things i was like mm, should i say that and i'm just like yeah i'm gonna say it what's the worst that could happen who's gonna beat me up i really have to right when i when i uh get just like start overthinking about certain stuff i really have to put it like in a dire situation like okay if i do this like is somebody finna hit me is somebody finna beat me up like <laughs> am i is this life or death and nine times out of ten, the answer is no. And so exactly. I do it anyway. Just say it. <laughs> Everything works. Right. It's out there. Right. Hey, you right. Know? So <laughs> I'm happy that we, you know, have this space to be vulnerable. So I give it a three. Um, for sure. We got we got pretty deep. All right. Let us know, y'all. Let us know. Comment. Yeah. Don't forget to comment under. Let us know. Rate on Spotify. Yes. It's been a few episodes now, so y'all should be able to rate. Right, you, you know the drill, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, also, just letting y'all know, like, we're on all like social media platforms for the most part. We're on, if you're watching us, you know, we're on YouTube. Um, so subscribe, like, comment too. Like, we'll reply back. Uh, Twitter, we're on Twitter, of course. You know, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. Like, Y'all, we are out there. So follow us on everything because we know you have an account. If you don't have all, you have at least three. So follow us, follow us, please. And it's for Deep Pod everywhere. F-O-U-R-D-E-E-P-P-O-D. Even on Gmail. So if you see anything else, it's not us. It's not us. <laughs> They're frauds. Okay. <laughs> And then in honor of the friendship episode, I think everybody should think of a friend that they would send this to when they listen. Because I know somebody don't popped up in your head when we were talking. Right. A friend that you love, a friend that you fell off with, a friend that you were in a uh, space with, a friend maybe that you wasn't a good friend to. You want to double back? Because that was me for a little bit. I wasn't the best friend. But hey. Yeah. Room for growth and all that. Yes. Yes. Let this stir up something in you. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) reflect. Take the time to reflect. (laughs) Because, yeah, that's definitely what we did today. So, yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend about Bodie. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Cheers to episode four. Clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, <laughs> clink, y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.
Bye. 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 Bye.